Asian women are quiet and subservient and, you know, they serve their men and they're so polite and they have a monolid usually. Okay. And wait, what's a monolid? Because some people might not okay, know what a that monolid is. Monolid is basically you don't have the fold. Welcome to the Beauty Boss Confidential. My name is Ren, and I'm a beauty blogger, new mom, makeup artist, and owner of my own makeup academy in Atlanta, Georgia. My name is Nalani, and I'm a cosmetic tattoo artist and instructor. I run a busy permanent makeup studio and academy in Atlanta as well, and also manage a small team. We're two modern women trying to juggle it all from building our empire to being a wife and navigating being a new mom, all while making time for ourselves. We're here to share with you the behind the scenes of what it's really like to run a successful beauty business, from marketing to business strategies, and trying to find that perfect work-life balance. Let's dive right in. Hey, beauty bosses, Nalani and Rin here, back with another great episode. Thank you so much for allowing us to be in your earbuds once again. It is now August 2020. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy out there. Don't forget to wear your mask, okay? It's crazy. Today's episode was lots of fun to record, but serious at the same time. Growing up as a first-generation Asian female, we definitely have had our shares of being teased and stereotyped in the worst way. We mainly wanted to educate the masses in hopes that you would be more open-minded to navigate the world in a more considerate and respectful way to judge less and love more. Hope you guys find this episode educational. Stay tuned for another great thought-provoking but fun chat. Let's touch on some stereotypes. Obviously, this is not a lighthearted conversation, but we do want to just set the stereotypes straight. So I wanted to clarify the different types of Asians. When people say all Asians are Chinese, (laughs) that is false. Nothing wrong with Chinese people at all, but that is false and it's actually offensive to other Asians. So I want to educate everybody that if you look at the entire race of being Asian, it's kind of saying like this person's European, but in Europe, there's Italians, there's France, there's, you know, the UK, there's Portugal, there's Spain. So you can't really say that all Asians are Chinese. Now, the ethnicities, the different countries, you have your Japanese, you have your Chinese, you have your Koreans, and they're more so in the northern part of Asia. And then you have your Southeast Asians, which is Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam, and Thailand. So we are in towards the equator. So you might notice us being a little darker. And then you have your islanders, which you ran Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, for the longest time, Ren, you know, when I asked my Filipino friends, like, are you Asian? And they would be like, no, I'm Filipino. So can you kind of educate oh, us on that a little bit? <laughs> yeah. 
So you know how you fill out forms and you have to select your race? Mm -hmm. um, there's obviously Asian is on there, but now there's sometimes Pacific Islander on there as well. So when I check off a box, I'll usually put Pacific Islander just because I feel like it's a little bit more specific. Mm -hmm. But I don't have a problem in saying Asian um, because I I look Asian, <laughs> you know, and it's it's it, it's like okay, you get it. I'm Asian. I wouldn't be something else if there wasn't on there. Um, but I know some people will click other if they you know if they don't see Pacific Islander or anything like that. But technically, the Philippines are in the Pacific Islands, and that could also carry to Samoan people, people from Hawaii as well. Um, some of the you know different islands are truly separate from mainland Asia though. So that totally makes sense. There is a t totally different languages and customs and cultures. So I identify as a Pacific Islander, but I don't get too bent out of shape about it. Um, I'm just glad when people actually can say Filipino and they don't call me Philippine. <laughs> so that, that makes me happy. But do you know, Filipinos that do get offended if you call them Asian. Yes, I do. And it's like, I think every race has that, you know, black versus African American, yeah. you know, versus like West Indian, like there are so many variations. I think, you know, there's nothing wrong in asking somebody what they prefer instead of just assuming. So how you asked me, I think that was the right way of going about it because, you know, you can learn from somebody else and see what their opinion is on yeah. it. What would be like the politically correct way, though? Yeah, I would say Pacific Islander. That's my okay. vote. <laughs> um, but like I said, there's not always a Pacific Islander box to check when you're doing like different census or government forms and stuff. They're getting better about it now, um, especially as the Asian population has grown. Like if you go to California, the Filipino population is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think they start, according to different censuses, they've had to increase the um, representation on government forms and stuff like that. But believe me, if you asked me this question even 10 years ago, it probably wouldn't been, have been there. It would have just been Asian yeah. because um, it, the populations are growing and they, you know, they even, you know how like they say like the Hispanic Latino population is growing. Now they're saying actually the Asian population is like one of the major minority groups are coming up to. Oh, wow. So do you have anything to add as far as like the different types of Asians and what you've noticed being a makeup artist and doing different features? Do you want to touch on like how you can tell one person's like, you know, either Chinese, Japanese, or like some more Southeast Asian, more Pacific Islander? Maybe we can tell the audience like, hey, we don't all look alike. That was my next stereotype. We don't all look alike. That's <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, I'm going to be honest and I don't ever assume anyone is anything I will ask because I've had people call me Korean, Chinese, Mexican, like I've gotten it all because as a Filipino, like we're actually mixed. There is Spanish, there's Malaysian, there's Chinese, um, you know, the Aborigines, Aboriginal aspect. So I'm the most Asian looking of my family. So it's interesting because my brother actually favors more on the Spanish side. And a lot of people say he looks like George Lopez. I don't know if that's a compliment <laughs> or not, but I remember going to church, you know, my Filipino church. I went growing up in Florida. People would ask me, oh, what are you? And I was like, Filipino. 
because we're at the Filipino <laughs> church. So, yeah, I don't ever assume. I just usually ask, oh, I ask specifically, oh, what's your ethnicity? Because one of my pet peeves, and I'm sure you've gotten this before too, is when people are like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, yeah, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, but where are you really from? I'm like, I was born in California. <laughs> But, yeah, but, you know, you know what I mean? I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. And I know they're trying to get at the fact that, you know, where, what's your ethnicity? But I'm like, you need to know how to ask someone that because I don't want to be treated like an exotic, like weird species. You know what I mean? I'm American and I'm Filipino and I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm more, more than just like, you look different. Yeah. Another one of my pet peeves too, when they come up to you and they are like, Oh, I have a friend that's Asian. I'm just like, great. <laughs> like, like I yeah. should, I should introduce you. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's wow. it's kind of like when you have like a gay friend and you meet one gay friend and you're like, oh my god, I have a gay friend. I should introduce you. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> that's a- well. What do you say to them though? Like when they say that, like, what do you do? <laughs> like that's great you know it's kind of give them an awkward silence you know for me I, I feel like that kind of like okay maybe they just don't know maybe you need to educate them maybe you need to give them information I jokingly try to correct people but I'm like yeah no I don't want to be an Asian friend <laughs> yeah it's not always the opportunity and you can just tell read a person and just be like is it worth it yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know and, and like can I really really you know can I fix stupid or are they just or they just don't know (laughs) the worst that I usually get and this creeps me out is when I meet men who are like older and they were in the military and they talk about how you're like oh when I was in the military I used to be overseas and they would talk about like their Filipino girlfriend and I was like oh (laughs) okay that's that makes me feel awkward like I'm just like like you're like, oh, I know about Filipinos because I dated, I dated somebody when I was in the service, you know, and that that gives me the creep, creepy vibe. In that case, I just say, okay, that's nice, and then I just keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. I had this guy, um, he's an older man as well, and I was checking out at the grocery store, and he was just like, I was in the Vietnam War, and I was like, excuse me, oh gosh, oh <laughs> my like, god, and you know what? Oh the best thing god. is sometimes when I'll be like. Me no speak English. <laughs> so they just won't talk well, to I've me. I've done that before. I have. I, it, I've pulled that trick many times when you just don't want to even talk to somebody. And I'm like, hey, I can do that, though, because I am Asian. And if someone else did that, though, I'd be like, you can't yeah. do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So I want to talk about, like, the features of... Asians. Okay, so we both do makeup. We're around different faces. We're around different people. So I want to just clarify, like, you know, how you can tell an Asian for our audience, right? Okay, so I can start with like Northern Asians. So like Chinese, Japanese, and Korean, they do tend to have more rounder faces and they're more light skin. And they have a monolid usually. Okay. And Wait, what's a monolid? Because some people might not okay, know what a that is. Okay, a monolid is basically you don't have the fold on your eyes. So when you open your eyes, the fold either is very small and it folds over their eye, like a hooded eye, or they don't, you know, they just don't have the fold even when it's closed. 
So I would say they're a little bit more lighter skin. They have rounder faces and they usually have a monolid. Usually I think, do you have anything to add to that? Kind of like what you've noticed while doing makeup and things like that or. Um, no, I think that that's correct. Um, something you might also see is a straighter eyebrow. <laughs> that might just be Asians in general, but I definitely know it's especially in like Northern China, the trend is to have like, because the brow hair is different, it's straighter too. Um, and there's less of an arch, but you're the expert on eyebrows. Yeah. So I definitely, all of Asia, they do love um, straighter eyebrows. However, because of the influence of K-pop, there are a lot of American-born Chinese or American-born Koreans, Asians that do like a straighter eyebrow, even if they're born in the States. So when I'm doing eyebrows, that's something I have to keep in mind that, hey, this is their idea of beauty. When typically for a rounder face, you want an arch, but I, I just don't fight people for that arch because I know I'm not going to win. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about Southern, the okay, Southeast? Okay, Southeast Asians. So I'm Laotian, and if you guys watch King of the Hill, there is an Asian neighbor that is from Laos, which is totally weird because we're, you know, as a whole, we're like underrated. Um, so it's it's. I, I was like, okay, somebody in that production is Laotian because for them to have yes. like a Laotian neighbor, but. When they do speak Laotian on there, it's definitely not Laotian. It is like Vietnamese or something. So (laughs) I was just like, hmm. Mm. (laughs) I'm like, that's definitely not Laos. (laughs) So Laos is inland of Thai, Cambodia, and Vietnam. There are some people who are lighter skin, and then there are some people who are darker skin and medium skin. So I think that a lot of people who are within kind of the, the Lao, Thai, Cambodia community who are typically supposed to be darker when they are lighter. I think there might be a mix of Chinese in there because as you know, the Chinese, they are very well more, one of the more advanced Asian countries. And what they do is they bring their businesses over to like the underdeveloped countries. So I think there's, that's when you get the lighter skin Asian. So somewhere down the line, if you see like a lighter skin, their granddaddy or grandma, whatever, might have been Chinese. I think mm-hmm. for us, the Laotian community, we do have a variety of different features. Like for instance, my eyes are round. I don't have a, you know, I don't have a monolid and I do have a lid and my siblings as well, our eyes are round. So I'm a little darker skin than my sister and my hair is a little bit more um, wavy, but my sister's hair is silky and they're lighter skin. So I don't know. I question if I'm born in the right family <laughs> because I'm very different from, from my sisters. But as far as like feature wise, I will say that the Laotian Thai community, our eyes are a little bit bigger and we have more of a, an eyelid space. And then when you have the Cambodians, which is my husband, my husband, he is, he's on the lighter side, but he has a little bit of Chinese mix in it. But the Cambodians, I feel like have a very mixture because some of them look Asian. Some of them look Chinese. Some of them look African-American. Some of them look Hispanic even. So it's, it's really interesting. And their last names are shorter. Their last name is usually like three or four 
letters long versus the Thai last name and the Lost last name is like 11 letters long. And as far as like mm-hmm. Vietnamese goes, they're not darker. I ha- I never really have met like a darker Vietnamese person, but they are near the equator. So yeah, I don't I don't know the history behind that. That's so interesting. I didn't I didn't understand the breakdown. I have a couple of friends who are from that region, but I didn't know like the the differences. And I I think that as a beauty professional, you've seen them. So, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, this and this and this. But usually, like I said, what I do is I ask lots of questions and I I'll even go on the internet and do some research just so that way I don't seem Mm -hmm. ignorant because I I just don't want to assume anything. But I will tell you with Filipinos, it sounds a lot like the same with Cambodia. You can be fair, you can be extremely dark um, because it is so mixed. Like some people look very Spanish and some people look very Chinese. I think I have more of the Chinese end, but I am also tan. So I think that's when people know I'm Filipino is because I'm on the tan Mm -hmm. side. But um, the the standard of beauty is still so interesting because, you know, they favor light skin, which is across the whole world, probably. But um, I know growing up, I had a friend in church who actually gave me some skin lightening cream and I used it and it didn't do anything. But I I look back at that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. I, I don't know why I thought that that was okay. Like, obviously, everyone is, you know, they can choose to do whatever beauty standards they want, but I'm okay with my skin being darker. Um, and I know a lot of um, Asians value fair skin, but as long as I'm protecting my skin, you know, from the sun. <laughs> you know, what's funny, funny that you say that, that every, you know, around the world, there's a commonality as far as preferring lighter skin. That is so true. But in America, in America, people want to be tan, which I don't understand. Oh, I'm like, everything's just all flip-flop. Like, I don't understand why everybody wants to be tan here and everybody else in the world wants to be light. Like, that, I don't understand. <laughs> so what are some of the stereotypes that you kind of want to clarify? Okay, so one that I think is pretty a pretty good uh, connection to our show is that Asian women are quiet and subservient and, you know, they serve their men and they're so polite. And you could consider that some people might consider that a compliment. Some people, you know, might consider it like an insult, but not everyone is like that. And I remember being um, an Asian, the only Asian person in my workforce in corporate America. And people would say that to me all the time. They're like, oh, you're so quiet and you know, you're so sweet and this and that. And I was like, I'm just over here working. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, am I supposed to be talking? I was like on my computer working. And that made me really think that people, you know, do have these stereotypes. And it's funny because um, when you go out into the dating world, if you date outside the Asian race, you especially see that. Like there's like this exoticism behind dating Asian women. And I definitely am not subservient. I'm definitely a feminist. I have my opinions and I think I am polite, but I don't think that, you know, necessarily I'm think of myself like as, as submissive. I think it, it, it does tie into the Asian culture where it's like a collective thought versus individual thought maybe. But then you have so many who are first generation and like they think, you know, they grew up in, in the States and with a Western mm. view of things. But that gets on my nerves because I just don't want people putting me yeah. in that box. How did you get like 
dominant or like not a pushover? Is it your upbringing where you're around other women? But, and I will say that too as well. Like I would say that a lot of Asian women that I come across are not as vocal, which is why I connected with you so well, Ren, because I feel we're both more vocal and I just don't know if mm-hmm. because you've been around other people who are more opinionated or is it like your, your, your mom or aunt or whatever? Like, how did you get that that way? That's a good question. I think that I didn't actually start to feel the rise <laughs> of the power <laughs> until I became like a teenager. Because growing up um, in the Philippines, it was, you know, with Filipino parents who are traditional, um, they didn't really encourage me to be outspoken. So I think that one of the things that really helped me was surrounding myself with powerful women. And actually, a lot of my friends were first generation. So I think that being around that different mindset, it made it okay. Um, And another big thing, which I think you'll definitely agree with, is just traveling and exposing Mm -hmm. yourself to other cultures. Um, and other ways of life, that makes a huge difference in opening up your mindset. And, you know, you have to fight for what you believe in. And I think that if you go out into the business world, it it doesn't really suit you to be submissive, especially Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur. So you learn, you might learn the hard way when you didn't get certain business opportunities. And, And you can train yourself, even if you're naturally introverted, which I definitely am, you can actually train yourself to speak up and you know, fight for what you yeah, need and what yeah. you want. I definitely agree. I think for me, it was going to college and being exposed. I mean, growing up until high school, I did definitely only hung around with Laotian people or Cambodians because I think it's our upbringing that connected me to my own race because they knew what I was going through growing up. But then when I got to college, that was when I was exposed to other Asians, which is more of the Chinese, Japanese, and Koreans. And I was able to, I'm like, oh, they didn't grow up like me. I did even felt like a little bit of disconnect being Southeast Asians and and connecting with like a Northern Asian person. But growing Mm up, once I got exposed to the different types of Asians and also different other groups, then that was when I was exposed to their different perspective, which I'm like, well, that's not right. Or, oh, you guys did that. Why don't I do that? Why don't I stand up for myself? Why don't I make my own way? You know, so I think definitely being open minded enough to expose yourself to other perspective and other races. And I definitely agree with you with traveling. I felt like I was like, so into culture and I loved everybody and knew everything about every race but traveling opens up a whole nother pair of eyes that I'm just like "Eh, we are just a speckle a really small speckle in this earth okay so what other stereotype did you want to talk about well I want to let everybody know that not every Asian is good at math or, you know, should be the, the person who is like the super brain because I had my friends do that to me all the time. Um, I have friends who are not Asian and they always say to me, oh, well, she's a smart one. Or, you know, yeah, it's because you're Asian and they joke about it. And I'm like, OK, I can get it. But, you know, I'm going to be honest, not all of us are super math athletes or mathletes and not all of us actually have the same access to education, yeah. you know, because you hear the stereotype 
Asians study really hard. And I, I did study really hard, but like, it makes me feel like a lot of pressure actually to perform to that standard. And I think that, um, you know, assuming someone is one way or another, is still, you know, a form of racism in itself, like that stereotype. So do, are you good at math? No, or? I'm good at art. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So Ren, in the Philippines, is the Philippines considered third world? You know, they are considered third world. It's definitely a country where there's still extreme poverty and underdeveloped areas. So the Philippines actually, they were part of under U.S. rule for a long time. So that's why certain parts are westernized and a lot of Filipinos speak English fairly well. But it's it's a lot of islands. There's over 6,000 islands. So there's there might be an upper class. Um, and wealthy class, like in the cities, but there's almost like no middle class, mm. and then it's like poor. Yeah, you know. So there's still areas that are underdeveloped. I'm gonna assume it is. This sounds so bad because mm. like I didn't grow up there, but um, I know that at least primary education is because my mom she would help support some of the family to in order to go to like nursing school or mm. higher education, but. Just because it's available doesn't mean that everyone has got access it. to it. The still. only reason why I asked because of the stereotype you said not all Asians are great at math. Um, so growing Southeast Asian, we're different. <laughs> so La- Laos and Kim- uh, I'm just going to speak for Laotians, okay? Most of us grew up really poor. So when pe- when people say Same. that, you know, Asians are good at math I I really don't even put myself in that same category because I think they're talking about like Chinese Koreans and Japanese because education was not I think so too there's still no free education in Laos or Cambodia you know so you you have to be rich to be to go to school so that's why um when people say that I'm just like yeah y'all don't know where I came from (laughs) like so in saying that my parents, I don't even believe my mom finished high school. You know, if, even if she went to school, I don't know. Having that kind of mentality and that upbringing coming to the States, they never pushed education on me. I was a straight A student and honor roll, but that was like a me thing. And I really, I studied really hard as well. But when I told them I got A's, they're like, oh, good job. Or what does that mean? You know, so it's different when they say, okay, you're good at math. I'm just, cause I got that too growing up. Like you must be good at math or, you know, whatever, like you must be really smart, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, no, you, you guys really don't know where I came from. So yeah, I want to, I want to clarify um, that depending on which part of Asia you're in, definitely lost is third world. So is Cambodia. Like when we went to Cambodia, there was a, like a seven year old girl that was selling bracelets at Angkor Wat like in on a Tuesday with like no shoes on and this was last year and I was just like why aren't you in school you know so that really brought a brought a lot of light to me and of course my husband speaks Cambodian so there was another um little boy that was kind of like saying you know because she was getting frustrated she couldn't sell bracelets and he overheard the little boy he had to be like five years old talking to this like seven-year-old girl coaching her like oh it'd be you know this is how you're supposed to sell the bracelets and blah 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 so my husband's like listening to them and we were just like so sad 
actually I saw the exact same thing in the Philippines, like young children like begging and like trying, you know, not in school. And it is true. Like I think that that question might might not seem like a big deal to people. They're like, oh, but you're yeah. smart. Yeah. Like that's not, you know, um, financial. But you you know, if you really dig deep, that is that is a hard mm-hmm. truth to hear. And some people you can probably hear yeah. that, so they don't yeah. make that assumption. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we are going to end it right there. The rest of the conversation was not quite PG, so we decided that was just for our own girl talk pleasure. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode and leave feeling like you learned something new amongst the Asian race. I definitely did learn a few things about the Filipino community that I didn't know before. Thanks to Ren. Until next time, stay cute and confident. Thanks for joining us on the Beauty Boss Confidential. If you love this episode, go ahead and screen record your favorite part and tag us on Instagram. I'm Nalani at BeautyBot. And I'm Ren at Makeup by Ren Ren. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And please give us a five-star rating and tell all your beauty bosses. Thanks again for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time.